0: are your hostesses with the mostesses. Your favorite live-in gal pals. Miss Avocado. And Wanda Gag. Mm. Today's topic, the topic of the day is taste Taste level. Taste level. Yeah. Who's got it? Who needs it? Not me. Miss Avocado needs it. I don't need anything. (laughs) There's a lot of things she needs, but we're talking about taste level. Yeah, so you hear a lot of drag people talk about taste level specifically. I'm not sure I've ever super known what it means. I don't super understand it either. Because, well, because you look at one outfit and somebody loves it and they're like, oh my God, immaculate, to the taste level, immaculate. And so, but like, then you don't feel anything from it. I feel... This specific way about a lot of drag race looks personally. Oh, absolutely! I remember Katie Mews going after Joey J being like, "Girl, the taste level is not here. I don't like it." Where is the taste? Mm. Mm. Yeah, no. But like, out of out of curiosity, I kind of want to look at Joey J's for this. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So right off the bat, I guess with this little polka dot look, if you want to follow along, this is a polka dot look from Joey J. Was what the yeah? It was for the bag ball. How far down was it? I mean, this was from January, so yeah. January, yeah. So, I guess I guess I, like, as for taste and stuff, does it look good on her? Uh, sort of in like a pedestrian sort of way. I don't know. Everyone has their own taste and what they like and what they don't like, and to use that as an insult as to why something isn't good is not valid. I yeah. Well, it it always implies that, that there's like a good uh, a good taste in fashion and bad taste in fashion. Exactly. But often. Uh, good taste evolves from what was formerly bad taste. So for example, the entire eighties, yeah or actually the seventies are a better example. So we had like, we were coming out of like a lot of, what was, what was really popular in the sixties? Was that a lot of pastels? No, it was a lot of, was it electric colors? Was it pastels? What was it? It was a lot of pastels. It was a lot of like, and then we get into the seventies and we have all of these bright ass colors Mm -hmm. as a response to the pastel colors of the past in the eighties. We have even brighter colors. In the neons. In yeah. the neons. Suddenly in the 90s, bam! Grunge core. Grunge core. Browns. Blacks. Loose-fitting clothing. Dingy colors. Yeah. Taste is constantly evolving for the world. Yeah. So I think it's fair enough to say that, like, taste is constantly evolving for everybody. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, even in the last few years, we've suddenly emboldened the 70s again. Everyone's wearing... You know, these more earth tone colors. Right, uh, right, right. A lot right. of people are liking bell-bottoms again. But it's, like, elevated. That, okay, that's another that's thing. That's the thing, is what we take... My favorite part of modern taste in general is we take things that were good from the past and combine them with things from other time periods and just, Generally, bam. Generally, yeah, like, we combine stuff... That's old with stuff from the new. Like, Like disco and funk are now paired with, like, a bit of pop and a little bit of dance music, and boom, it's the greatest music you've ever heard. A little better lyrics or something. Yeah, Yeah. like, better bass lines, a good beat, and so... Yeah. I don't know. If you don't know what we're talking about, like, listen to... What's that one song that I sorta hate? I thought the lyrics... Anyways, I thought the lyrics were dog shit. Uh, But the accompaniment and stuff and the vocals were really fun, and so if you combine that with, like, modern more... Not not better lyrics, but, like, more specific lyrics. Uh-huh. Then you get better music. For example, Kill the Lights. I don't know. It's still kind of vague, but it's a bit more specific. Yeah. So we get... So we combine the style, the musical stylings of disco with more modern lyrics, more specific lyrics, and then we get a better taste level in songs. I don't know where I was coming from with this. I'm sorry. I got a little distracted. Yeah. But, um... Where were we? Taste. Taste! I don't know. When it comes to drag, I especially am just... Everyone's got their thing, and if you don't know why you don't like it, but you don't like it, it's probably just a taste thing. It's just not something you like. Right. But don't tear somebody down for that. I think that's a great way to put it, is like, you know, it's, it's exactly like food, where mm-hmm. I don't like the taste of this. Okay, so it's not your thing. It's not it your thing. It's doesn't mean it's thing, bad. But, you know, some people like pickles, Wanda. <laughs> Look, if I wanted instant acid, I would eat a pickle. Oh, but the acid makes it so worth it. Mm. But yeah, so it's, it's your, it's not your thing, but it's somebody else's thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's weird that RuPaul's trying to like standardize taste level because Mm -hmm. like some things that RuPaul likes, I don't give a shit about. I couldn't care less about. Well, Well, she's just trying to make like... Case in point, all of her dresses are really like, they're basic, you know, they're not, they don't look bad, but they're basic. They're basic, but then she thinks it's very fashion forward. She, that's the taste she's always going for is what's the next in fashion, which is just whatever anyone wants it to be. It's not specific, but. I was going to say, it's really funny because like what, what part of it is fashion forward for her? Cause like, I've, I don't know. With her outfits, most of the time when she comes out, like after the cover girl and she's walking down the runway, we're both like, meh, eh, it's fine. It's a like single fabric sequin gown, which is fine. It's fine. I've seen you wear it for the past nine seasons. And yeah. it's a different length this time. She stays in her lane. She knows what her brand is. Sure. Yeah. Branding. Yeah. Branding. Which I suppose brings up another point of taste is like just... Is, is taste also your brand? I think so to an extent. I don't know. It's just the things that you like, which I think encompasses who you are. Yeah. And encompasses what your drag might be. Sure. Sure. Like, I think our taste is a bit more uh, vintage-centered. Yeah, definitely. Modern stuff doesn't really do it for me. With a little bit more... With a bit of a cool <laughs> ha twist. Yeah. Uh, good, uh, what do you think your taste level is? My taste level is very much just like... I, I don't care for new stuff all that often. It's very rare that I like anything super modern. I do prefer vintage stuff. I grew up with um, going... Searching for antiques and looking for vintage finds all the time growing up in high school. And so that's kind of carried on into my own style. Although I will happily... Make something that's kind of modern with a hint of vintage in there, or vice versa. Because, like a uh, good example, yeah. Have- um' like a good example. I really, I like to use more modern materials. Like, I will use a lot of well, velvet's not even that modern. I don't know. I um, mean, well, I mean, like stretch velvet's a bit more modern. Stretch velvet because, like, yeah, old bolder velvet colors is like and fucking curtain material. <laughs> yeah, and dumber patterns. I will throw into like a. Like a mermaid gown, I'll make out of just like right. like I have the one classic silhouette, weird fabric. Yeah, yes. like I have like the the camo sequins that I turn into a mermaid gown, kind of, and it's really ugly, but I like it. Or like, or I'll just use like flannel mm-hmm. and make something like a dress out of that. Like just I don't know, switching it up because yeah. the, the original materials that they often use were very. Simple. They're fine. But I'm a drag queen. So I have to really step it up a lot. Well, and a lot of drag queens do do those basic like old silhouettes, but then they kind of just, you know, go with the same shiny tiger print stuff. Yeah, and I guess like what really matters in terms of developing your own taste is just being like, I'm so bored of this. I want to see this instead. If you want to see it, then do it, babe. Yeah, that's the number one rule of drag. If you want to see it, then you have to make it happen or it's not going to. Exactly. Like, for me, I'm sick of seeing, like, blonde, bi- skinny bitches all over in the clubs at Wanda. No. <laughs> at no. Um, I have a dump truck ass. Excuse me. Yeah, you. you do. Yeah, you do. Uh, but yeah, no, I just, I like stupid colors. And I like weird shapes of eyes because I'm very sick of the same, like... Cut crease. Not for myself. Yeah. I I did that for a while and I just, yeah, it didn't open up my face. It made me kind of look like a, uh, what's a, hmm, like a Neanderthal with a rounder face, you know? Mm, Yeah. Yeah. So. A pretty Neanderthal. A pretty Neanderthal. Absolutely. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, I think um, my taste definitely developed from all the vintage like movies I used to watch. Mm, Yeah. Your parents made you watch a lot of them. my, My aesthetic is very much... Like, Rosemary Clooney uh, in White Christmas meets a birthday party clown. And yeah. so, like, classy dame. Funky colors. Funky colors. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, that was not a sound effect. That was Ava. Doing, that was that was just doing. doing the clown nose. <laughs> She's something else. Yeah, it's a minor third. You just pinch your nose and then you unpinch it for the second note. <laughs> That's better. Okay. And there's your music theory lesson of the day. Welcome. Yeah. Um... No, and I I don't know, I'm definitely inspired by some of those older movie legends as well. I like Julie London is one of my go-tos. I love her music, I love her attitude, I love her style, and so I definitely I, I wanna be like the vintage burlesque. bimbo. Yeah. yeah, like kind of burlesque, but also really funny. Do you think it's fair to say that people kind of inherit taste? Oh, I certainly think so, yeah. I think your family and your parents help develop that a lot. Yeah. And your I mean, friends. Like, I definitely mentioned, I mentioned earlier, like, oh, I'm bored of seeing this. I want to see this instead. But, like, also sometimes you just see an ethereal being and you're just like, I want that. Yeah. I want she, I want what she's having. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's, yeah, very quintessential about, like, yeah, how de- how you develop your taste. So, Julie London for you, she's she's not exactly a burlesque person per se. No, she's just, like, a very sultry, but then, like... In a lot of her music, like one of her most popular songs, is when she performed uh, "My Heart Belongs to Daddy." Yeah, yeah, like that <laughs> is one of my favorite songs by her. Or please look it up on Spotify, listeners, because it's "My Heart Belongs to Daddy" by Julie London. Yeah, it's just so fun. It's or, a great, it's a great drag. Or "Crimea River," which is a very sultry ballad. There? Um, yeah. Yeah, I just really liked her attitude. She had like a whole moment where she was like, "Yeah, I have a sugar daddy. What of it? I'm living the love. I'm living the luxurious life, and you're all jealous of me, and that's fine. Yeah. And that's how I'm trying to be. Don't hate me because you hate me. Exactly. And yeah. then, yeah, she's just a classic beauty, and what's not to love about that? Yeah, I feel that. You know, who's not exactly a fashion icon, but inspires like a personality uh-huh. a little bit. Just a little bit of Patty lapone. <laughs> like, oh, Patty lapone. Very, very yes. understated. Very. <laughs> I don't know what else... She's not understated. She's... Well, she's understated a little bit. Well, she, No, you know what? That's the last thing she is. She's... Yeah. I, I feel like she's just a walking noir character. Yes. You know when, like, somebody has a cigarette on their mouth and they're always talking like this, like they blew in like a warm breeze in summer through a, through a, through a koala's asshole. Like, yes. Like, it's... Yeah, it's very transatlantic. That's it. Give us your best Patty Lapone. Uh... Shit. Um... <laughs> Ooh, like like I'm Still Here in Pose. Also look yes. that up, please. Also on Spotify. But she has the widest goddamn vibrato that you've ever heard. So, like, you know, most people have like a, ah, like a kind of like that. And that's still a little bit operatic. But hers is like wider than a goddamn mile. It's, I'm still
1: here.
2: Look
0: who's
1: here. <laughs> wow. I'm still here.
0: Like, her body's not shaking at all, but it just feels like she's banging her head while she's pulling those notes like, girl, yeah, bitch, okay. And that's who Ava will be playing on the Snatch Game. Oh, God. I, yeah. I think it would be an (laughs) iconic performance. (laughs) God. But no, taste level and- I'm not good at impersonations. Going on. (laughs) Speaking of taste level, your impersonations. Low. No. uh Correct. Go on. No, I I think that's just the biggest thing is- my biggest lesson in this is that if you don't like something that somebody's doing, it's just not your cup of tea. Not your cup of and tea. And that's fine. But I, if you like something, hold on to that. There's almost no such thing as taste level, uh, unless maybe you're just like mixing colors that literally don't go together. I don't know. I, I wouldn't wearing... say. I think that goes more into color theory and fashion. I think taste level is just what do you like? Yeah. And what don't you like? And not just what don't you like. People seem to get bogged down in that. Like just saying like, oh, I see that outfit. I hate it. Yeah. Like instead finding things that you do like and then figuring out what about them that you do like. Yeah. That's that's it. That's all the taste really is. Yeah. So because if you're really into whatever you're selling, other people are also going true to into that, what you're selling. That is very true. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not if you're on RuPaul's Drag Race because that's a homogenous mess. But that's a that's a talking point for a later podcast. For a later podcast, yeah. Uh, but moving on to our next, next section, it's time for our looks of the week. Looks of the week. We're really annoying. I know. All right. Well, we've got five today, and first we are starting with. The lovely Malibu Casey. Oh yes, in this in this ruffly tulle number, very very well, these are mod colors, yeah, like a pink. Yeah, I would and orange. think so. I would call this mod, almost a little eighties neon at times. Reminds me of Josie and the Pussycats. Ooh yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. can see that. But it's like this gorgeous ruffly pink uh, dress with a leg slit. Yeah, that's I fun. I don't know why. I might be completely wrong. This reminds me of a Bellini. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, yeah like the yeah, yeah. drink yeah, like a peach what, like a peach Bellini. What the hell is in a Bellini again? It's sh- is it champagne and just peach stuff? No, no. <sighs> I'll have to Google that later. But regardless, it's a, a very peachy alcoholic drink, and yes, it's very tasty. And so she looks like a peach Bellini, and I would take a sip. I would take a sip, honey. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, she's otherwise... got matching gloves. She's using uh, she's using her natural hair. Yes, big pumps. Look at those heels. Oh, oh my god. god, I cannot walk. I cannot walk in those. I cannot walk in those <laughs> either. I think this is overall just such a, a gorgeous, stunning look. I know, yes. And I just want to yeah. see how it moves. Honestly. I want to see how it moves too. You're right. I feel like, yeah, if she turns really quick, it'll just make this really beautiful, like. Oh, well, here's a know. photo of it moving. Oh, there it is. Yes. All right, yeah. Okay. She twirls, she spins. That is a fun dress. That moves like, like Beyonce's lemonade dress almost. That just a, does. A gorgeous, yeah. like, ruffly hoop. I'm really into that. Me too. Well, yeah, give Malibu Casey some love. Malibu underscore Casey. Yes. Check her out. Give her a follow. She's an icon of the Twin Cities. Send some love. Send some love. Speaking of icons of the Twin Cities, mm-hmm. we have Luna Muse. Luna Muse. And she is serving us some uh, Veruca Salt. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, like, all grown up. Yes, all grown I'm up. All grown up. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, she's working it with this blue eyeshadow. I like the matching earrings that comes I kind with of, it. okay, so like... I kind of love this, like, butt cheek shape on top of her head for, like, the puff. <laughs> I think for the wig, yeah. Yes, yes. Because, like, it just gives it gives a different dimension. It does make her look very rich. She I don't know what about rich. it. Yeah. I don't know. Very debutante. Very... Very, yes, very debutante. I've always loved her eyes. Yes, They're... her eyes are always... Donnie. Does she use a real lid? Let me see that. Let me see that. I don't know. I think she does a little bit. Yeah, yeah, she definitely does. She's got that good lid space. It's stunning. And then on there, we've got like little rhinestones, which are super cute. I think that's just glitter. <laughs> that's just big ass glitter, isn't it? It might be really big glitter. You might yeah. be right. She's using the She's using that new Trixie Mattel yes, palette. Yes, yeah. the Daytime Realness palette. This, this is a good look for her. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Very soft very soft very
2: yeah and 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 then the jacket is very pretty yeah
0: she's yeah she's just fully giving us uh, wealthy heiress yeah Mm -hmm. fully that I agree don't care how I want it now you know yes all that this is the musical episode welcome um, moving. Oh, yes. Give her some love. The Give Luna Muse. The Luna Muse on Instagram. I believe it's the same on Twitter. Probably. I don't know. She's on Twitter. She's on oh, TikTok. We're talking about Instagram. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Moving on. We have. Oh, we got some blue again. With My favorite spooky sperm of the Twin Cities. <laughs> Genesis. Genesis. This is stunning. This is stunning. Spooky spooky. There there are no clothes to speak of in this photo and they're not necessary. They're not necessary. Because like what what uh what they've done is just like paint their face white, paint the outline black, give themselves like this long white tail coming down through their torso almost like the almost like it's their esophagus i i said spooky sperm i meant spooky sperm. i like it and the the hair just really adds to it every day she like gives me a little bit more glam white walker and i live Ooh, for it. glam, white walker, glam yes. white walker i yeah they're coming over the wall y'all better watch out winter is coming <laughs> but yeah no this is i love this i love their i love the giant nostrils they do yeah i yeah I I'm trying to imagine how they do that. It's just kind of like It just looks like it's painted black. Yeah, it's just it's just good line work. Yeah. Yeah. Give them some love, goddess. That's the two Xs. Genesis. So that's uh yeah. That's goddess, but with uh X's instead. Jenna, the name, and then sis, like the gender. So. Give them some love. Give them some love, yes. Yes. Moving on, we have got Jack Dahlia. Jack Dahlia! Oh my goodness. Why is she green, though? Why no. are they green? He is... Or they are... Yes. They they are very... Giving us very, like, drag... Like, drag king face with the beard and the mustache. Yes. Stank. And the biker, the leather. I'm really into this. I'm always kind of a slut for a biker look. Yes. Because it's just... It's very, like, classic queer. Mm-hmm. And... The, the contour of the of the green is really fun. Yeah, I they, think it's... They it, specialize in colored faces, don't they? Like, I'm not sure. Because I, I know they've done purple faces before. I haven't seen them do green yet. They do all sorts. Like They do like Oh, white. yeah, they do like white. Yeah. Do, yeah. But they definitely seem to do a lot of things besides skin tone, which I love. hmm Yeah. Very unique, very artsy. Mm-hmm. Look at I, that tongue. Look at that. What that tongue do. <laughs> it makes a good photo is what it does. It did. makes a good photo. Yeah. Yeah. Give them some love, Jack Dahlia, MN. The edginess, the attitude, all yours. And moving on to our last one, Meat Kitten. Meat
1: Kitten! This is...
0: Probably one of the cutest looks they've done. I love this. I like this a lot. It's very soft. It's very pretty. I want to know where they got that butterfly crown. Did they make it? That's a good question. Yeah. We got the orange hair and the blue butterflies, which go really well Oh, together. the color. The color story is really good. And then the purple makeup. Like, yeah. And then even the, the, like the shirt of. or whatever they're wearing is kind of, it looks like a butterfly wing. Kind it does. Of. Yeah. I think it's butterfly print. It's like giving me a little bit of butterfly. Ooh, butterfly. Yeah, No, And the score just like. Almost carrot orange, but, mm-hmm. but like a little bit more strawberry. Strawberry. I don't know how to describe the sort. I feel like it is carrot orange, but it's just a very nice, smooth wig on this whole. Yeah, and like, then just the pastel colors around the eyes are so pretty. Oh my god! Yeah, no, that under eye is good. I love this so much. Oh, Meat kitten is one of the legends of the city. They film everything, and every now and then they, they try to get into drag, and that's amazing. They do. Yeah. So give them some love. Meat kitten. Love. Watch some of the old performances from Lush. They were good. Yeah. No, they are. They are an archive. Like old launch performances. If you just want to go through some old like little uh, drag evolution, R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, things. If you want to see me fucking flop on my back in a rain suit, just keep digging. Just keep digging. <laughs> but yeah, no meat kitten is fantastic. Give yeah, love. Um, this week we have our week our drag name of the week. Drag name of the week. And this one is really fun. I really liked this. This is. Would you like to say it, Miss Hava? Yes. Miss Lee Ding. <laughs> I really like this. That is such a dumb name. I love that. Yes. I think it's perfect for a drag queen. I think it's just... Yeah, no. It rolls off the tongue beautifully.
1: Misleading.
0: Misleading. Objection. Leading. Leading. No, but, she yeah, she's got a gorgeous face, too. Yeah. I think she is stunning, and give her... Oh, wow, she's got a good following, too. Oh, yeah, she do, yeah. I think it's a fun name. So. She do not need our help, but if you like that name, feel... Feel free to check her out. Lee is spelled kind of weird. It's like L-E-I-G-H. Yeah. Ding. Ding. As it is. Miss. Ding as it is. dong. Ding dong. Yeah. Darling. And that was our looks and name of the week. Ding dong. Um. Oh, on the news docket, we've got a couple things coming up. We have got Drag Bingo at Ooh. MSU. Yeah, that's, oh, that's next week. Or yeah. This, this week is when this podcast is airing I don't know no this is airing pretty like the week before so March 25th is when it will be happening if you live in Mankato if you're a student at MSU Mankato um, check it out come watch us it's It's bingo it's gonna be on Zoom there's also gonna be like a certain amount of people allotted to like come in and watch live but only 20 yeah because we're still trying to keep it real social distance real safe So, uh, yeah, if you want the Zoom link, I believe that's getting posted on the LGBT Center page. I think so. And we're definitely going to repost it if you're friends of ours on Facebook and on the Instagram. So. So it should be super fun. Get ready for photos from that. accessible. Play bingo. Win stuff. I don't know. Win stuff. I have no idea what the prizes are. Me either. I'm very excited. Yeah. I, I don't like playing Bingo, but I like hosting it. Oh, yeah, me too. I get frustrated. I'm just like, yeah.
2: Wah, <laughs> give me my numbers. I have never
0: once won Bingo. Um, I, maybe once in the fifth grade. I was going to say, maybe as a child, but never like in something serious. Yeah, never when there's like a fucking TV on the line. Oh, my God, for real. <laughs> Not that there's a TV on the line. I have no idea what the prizes are. I can't emphasize that enough. Exactly. Anyways, yeah, check it out. It'll be fun. Other than that, I'm actually in Genesis's second oh, yes. uh, iteration of their Dungeons & Dragons show. This will be their birthday show. Yes. The theme this time, if, you, if you're into it, is Kingdom Hearts slash Disney, of course, because Kingdom Hearts and Disney are intertwined. Intertwined. The show will be on March 30th at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time through Genesis's own Twitch. That's the same as her Instagram handle, Genesis. Yeah. That's G-O-D-D-E-X-X-J-E-N-N-A-C-I-S. Yeah. So check it out. It'll be a super fun show. It will be, yeah. A lot of of Disney concepts. I've personally never played Kingdom Hearts. Me either. So I'm doing a little research. Yeah. But uh, pretty much all Disney characters are in it, so all of them are safe bets. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So that's another thing. Um, One last thing. Coming up in... April. April, we will be having a show again live at Metler's here in Mankato. Yes, indeedy. We've located a couple of performers that are interested. Um, it's going to be much similar to our Drag Me With a Spoon show, but now that people are getting vaccinated, by the end of April, yeah, people should be pretty well vaccinated. Yeah, I'm hoping. Here's, everything goes well. Tim Waltz is doing his best here yeah. in Minnesota. True. Um, and yeah, I mean, masks will still be required. We have to make sure, you know, that we really continue to stop True. the spread. It will be a fully masked event. Yes. But Once it will be a table. super fun show. It's in a strip club again. Um, so the polls will be used. I, yes. And we have a couple of our our repeat performers returning. We have like one or two new people. We actually opened up a spot for an amateur this time who's actually a Mankato logo. Yes, we're trying to get the scene started here so that we can really encourage more people here to do it because it's mostly people from the cities coming down. Yes, indeed. So, more information about that will be coming out but stay tuned because it's going to be so exciting. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. And now, a performance of Love for Sale by Cole Porter performed by Miss Avocado.
1: sound in the empty street is the heavy tread of the heavy feet that belong to a lonesome cup I open shop Your smile becomes a smirk. Love that's only slightly soiled Love for sale of love in their childish way I know every type of love better far than they if you want the three No
0: Welcome to the podcast, the stream queen herself of the Twin Cities,
2: Sapphire e glamour. glamour.
0: Is it Glamour, oh. Glamour?
2: It's Glamour. Oh. Glamour. Yes. Sorry. Too fancy. <laughs> I don't understand when people say Glamour. Like, I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> I don't either.
0: It's that It's that English "u" that's in there. Mm. Glamour. Glamour. Um, Love it. Yeah. So right off the bat, what are your pronouns in and out of drag,
2: by the way? Uh, in drag I use she, her, and out of drag I use he, him. But I'm not, I'm not pronoun, like, I don't have any hard boundaries about my, my personal pronouns, but I do respect everyone's pronouns. So, just
0: starting right off, how did, or when did you start drag? How did you start drag? What is the story there?
2: Well, yes, (laughs) way, way back many centuries ago, (laughs) um, uh it was twenty thirteen when oh, I wow. when I did drag for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Um it was I was doing a production of it, I started in theater, so Of course <laughs> um yeah. I was doing a production of James and the Giant Peach Ooh. and I played on Sponge. Um Ooh. work. Yeah. And that was my first like The makeup designer showed me all these, like, classic John Waters, Divine films and uh, Pink Flamingos. Oh, Oh, Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. And she was just like, this, you know, I think you would really like this. And she was right. (laughs) (laughs) So your Um,
0: theater teacher got you into drag for the first time? uh, The makeup person.
2: The makeup person. Okay. Yeah. Um, she, she did makeup for, like, films and, like, theater, and she was, she was, she was the person who taught me all my, uh, makeup essentials.
0: Oh, work, okay. Work, work. I know that I, I met you for the first time at Lush. When did you, when did you start performing on, like, a, in, like, a drag club scene? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, 2013 was the first time I did drag, and then until, uh 2019 okay um yeah 2019 was when i first started pronouncing about as sapphire e glamour Mm,
0: okay yes ma'am yes ma'am yes so uh yeah yeah. so how would you describe your drag for the listeners at home who may not know sapphire E glamour
2: I, I'd say it's uh almost contradictory to what you might think. Sapphire E Glamour would be okay, uh, uh-huh. especially with the name Sapphire E Glamour. You might think I'm super glamorous, <laughs> and you know <laughs> that might be true. I <laughs> um, won't deny. I <laughs> won't deny. Um, I would I would describe it as sort of campy, stupid. Um. I do have a dry sense of humor, um, mm-hmm. comedic. I'd call myself you know, hilarious, you know, even absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yes. absolutely yeah it's it's hard to like imagine what what sapphire is because I don't get a lot of opportunities to um explore. Her as a persona, but I'm, I've am i been working on it a lot recently.
0: Like, what would, um if we were to see you in a show, like, what kind of numbers would you want to perform? Like, what would we expect from a typical Sapphire E-Glamour show?
2: Typical Sapphire E-Glamour show. I'd want to do, well, if if it was just, like, I was a part of someone else's show, like, I was doing a number, you would most likely see me do some sort of upbeat musical theater, like uh number me putting my own twist on it okay um yeah um and if it was me doing my own sapphire e glamour show i'd want to do something scripted and produced yeah okay so kind of uh
0: so kind of like a like a skit type deal or like oh. or like a theatrical performance fully
2: Theatrical performance. Like like a play or like a stage show, like a musical. Yeah. Like cool.
0: Very cool. So um speaking of your performance, you're a streamer.
2: Yes.
1: Um, yes.
0: When streamer. You- I hardly know her. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> how did you so how did you get started streaming and stuff? Well, the
2: uh in the before times. In the before <laughs> times. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was able to go out and do drag in person. Uh you know, like Pre- around COVID. the Twin Cities. Pre- right. Yes. Yes. Pre- yeah. Pre-COVID. Pre- and when COVID hit, I I was just stuck in the middle of nowhere in Minnesota. Not able to do anything. And I don't really want <laughs> cause some places have been trying to open up And trying to do, like, the whole performance thing. But I don't want to, like, put my own health at risk. Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. anyone else's health at risk. So um, I started to look at online options. And I didn't know anything about Twitch. But I desperately needed a place to, like... Uh, have a creative outlet and explore the things that I like doing like gaming or yeah it was essentially a survival thing I need I needed a place where I could have a community and do the things that I love doing
0: yeah I was gonna say yeah the social aspect of it you're doing something you like you're still performing you're still doing drag
1: Mm mm-hmm
0: yes For those of uh, for our listeners out there, Sapphire E Glamour was our Twitch guru for yes. the Mix Heart On pageant. We would not have been anywhere yeah. without her. Oh my god! Because <laughs> Twitch is, I mean, like it's not hard once you get into it. The OBS software, the open broadcasting thing, but like there's like nuance to it. I just right. thought you like launched the web browser and then just started streaming. Like I thought it was voice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. A lot of people think it it'll be like youtube you know how you can go on youtube and just go live via your webcam yeah um twitch isn't its own streaming service which is a little confusing it's just a it's it's a website where streamers can go to broadcast not okay. to like it's not a broadcasting website
0: okay that makes sense it isn't the the broadcasting service. software itself it's like a place yeah. where you can channel it or something, I don't know. Yeah. Terms. Yeah. Yes. Channel. So for those uh since streaming's kind of gotten popular for that for that very reason you were talking about just like COVID socialization is necessary. Having fun is necessary. Yes. <laughs> what are some uh tips that you
2: have for people trying to stream? Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Yes. Yeah. I agree um, with that. I'd say One of my pet peeves about people starting to stream is that they don't understand the platform. Mm -hmm. Sure. I'm talking specifically about Twitch right now. Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Because I only use Twitch to stream. But um, just kind of... You need to understand the platform, just like if you were to perform in a venue or like at a club. um, You're kind of joining something that's already... A platform itself and if you're just using it because it's a streaming i don't know um i've seen some people mm. just going on there streaming like having this pre-recorded thing no, um. i'm not i'm not saying about um <laughs>
0: <I'm not talking laughs> <No>. about, <laughs> yeah
2: who would do that <laughs> What do that? basics <laughs> No. but they don't interact with the audience like it's complete they're their audience is completely ignored, which means they're excluding the audience that they could be getting from Twitch. Sure, um, and therefore their Twitch numbers are not <laughs> are on. not growing. Yeah, right. I was going to say one of the
0: most fun things about uh, streaming mixed hard on on uh, Twitch was just the chat. Oh, and yeah, being the able to chat was being wild. able to talk to people while while the show was happening. The commentary it's, was everything. It was. Yeah, I loved it. So yeah, generally just like if you are going to to
2: stream, like interact with your audience, that's sort of the tip. Yeah, you like use the website. Like if there's an audience and there's people there to talk to, talk to them. Grow your, grow your audience. Don't like, don't. Uh, what's 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 the word for when you like exclude people? Or, don't like, be
0: exclusive. Sh- uh, sure. Or aloof. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Being don't be <laughs> aloof, like you can't, yeah, it's not a yeah. connection. Just don't be an ass.
2: Don't be, an make ass. the connection, right? Yeah. Yes, make the connections. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what you're streaming on Twitch. Like, I don't always game. Sometimes I, uh, we, we've been writing this, uh, Dead by Daylight musical on Thursdays. Like, oh my God. I do I do, I do uh, something called Theater Thursdays where mm-hmm. it's a day that I can dedicate to being, um, you know, a theater yeah. kid. Yes. Yeah. And uh, lo and behold, there's there's a whole community on Twitch who love theater. And, you know, you never know. There's people who knit on Twitch. There's people Oh, who dope. Know. What? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Iconic. There's people who uh, just do digital art or even, like, um, all types of mediums of art, as long as you can, like, get a video of it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, or get a camera on it. Drag is huge on Twitch. Drag is so huge on Twitch.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been seeing a lot of people streaming. At least shows on, and then just in general, like playing games in drag. It's a big yeah. thing right now. So, which I, do you usually like get into like the full like pads and corset and everything for Twitch shows or like because that's sitting in that and gaming sounds
2: uncomfortable. Oh hell no, no yeah, no okay no no. no, no. Um, the most that I will do, like, going down my body, like, I'll do my head. Mm-hmm. I might, like, sometimes I won't wear a wig, but that's just me. <laughs> um. Valid. But just the head, I'll put on, like, a top or, like, a a dress, but the top, the top part of the dress or anything, that's all that's going to be seen. The most that I will go down is, like, a corset, maybe. hmm Sure. But some, like, so, even sometimes that won't even be seen, so I'm like, okay. Oh. Um, no nails, because you can't game with nails. Fair. Um, Fair. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds horrible. It's disgusting. <laughs> don't do it. Don't even try it. You'll, you'll hate it. I'm, I'm going to try it now. I'm just
0: like thinking of, I don't like Family Guy, but I'm just like thinking of that one scene from Family Guy where Peter has like the, ni- like, the six inch acrylic pink nails that he's just like, click. <laughs> Click one at a time. Just, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, so we do this thing with uh, each of our guests. We ask them their three quick tips to drag. This is like tips for n- per- new performers, old performers, whatever anyway. you think is like just great advice for drag, because you've been doing it a while. So picked up a couple tips here and there. A couple tips. I yeah. oh, a good tip. We oh. love a tip. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah.
2: So, what are your three quick tips? Quick tips.
0: Quick trips. Quick trips. Quick tips for drag.
2: Okay. Number one would be find your brand. Find your drag brand. Like find what makes you, you, what makes your drag persona you. Like every, like everyone it's, (laughs) I'm having such a hard time talking. (laughs) Okay. Um, ev- like, every single person has their own unique life experience, and um, even though it might seem, like, you might feel like you don't, it's important to, like, uh, it's important to take, in- take note of, like, what you like to do, what you love to do, um, what you want to do. Do with your drag persona, yeah. and and there's your brand. Like, what do you love to do? Like, people aren't gonna want to watch you do wh- what you don't like to do. You don't like to do makeup that much. They're not gonna want to watch you. <laughs> That's valid. <laughs> try to yeah. do makeup. Yeah.
0: No, everyone's got a niche, and once you find that niche, you'll find a lot of people who also happen to have that niche, and will they will just flock to you. So it's really important to find what makes you you, and see a whole fill a it. hole.
2: Yeah. See a hole, fill a hole.
0: A hole is the goal. Melania Trump.
2: No thoughts, just a hole. Just a hole. <laughs> don't listen don't listen to your to the little imposter among us in your brain. Mm. Don't mm. listen to don't listen to that self-saboteur. Saboteur. Yes. Saboteur. Saboteur. That that little bitch inside your brain who's gonna <laughs> who, who's trying to tell you like you can't do this, you're horrible at makeup, you're bad at singing, you're bad at lip syncing. Your music tastes is bad. Your style is bad. Any like, don't listen to that little bit. Like if you if you Period. like if you like something, do it. Yeah. You may not you you may not be as well polished right now. Um. Try, um. What I like to do is change the language that I'm using. Like I'm bad at sure. doing brows right now. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. Um, I think it's important to change that language so that it opens up the space for you to become better in the future.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really important point. Is just the yes, I'm. I might be bad at this for now, mm-hmm. but we are. We continually do. The more you do it, the better you get. And the more you say it, the more you'll believe it. Hey, so yep. True. Yeah. No, I like that one. For better or for worse. And um,
2: have fun. Have fun. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. That's. I know I know it's simple, but, like, Jesus Christ, have fun. Mm-hmm. If you're not having fun, no one's going to be having fun. Exactly. Yeah.
0: There's so many people that are doing it just for, like, fame or for, you know, drag race or whatever. And it's, like, it's, you're not likely to get on. Just have a good time and chill. If you're not having fun, you're not doing drag. I don't know. And if, you're not, and if you're not having fun, people don't want you on their show. So. Yeah.
2: yeah. Like, you, you, you can be having fun and have a persona that's, like sad and doesn't seem like they're having fun but like as long as you're having fun underneath there we're gonna see that mm-hmm. uh, for example uh melancholy yeah, yeah i was sometimes, just thinking sometimes melancholy mm-hmm. uh i i love melancholy a lot and too. the persona of melancholy is very somber most of the time <laughs> and melancholic one might say yes. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say her um, like raw
0: emotional pieces are kind of her signature performances yeah but Melancholy's having a blast
2: yeah. a blast and we can tell as
0: long as you're having fun everyone will know it and everyone else will have fun with you
2: absolutely yeah just if you're not having fun stop yeah query it go, yes. go eat a pancake go <laughs>
0: eat a pancake yes <laughs> <laughs> that's a four, that's a free fourth drag tip go eat a pancake <laughs> yeah Love yeah. that. Um, so, uh, what's next for yes. for you and your drag? Like, what are you working on? Like, what's going on? What's
2: happening lately? What's next? Um, I just want to be alive and happy. <laughs> <laughs> Period. That's, that's um, fair enough. I'm I'm working on scripting like um, live shows, but I've. With the whole digi- digital, like, space, I'm also trying to find a way to, like, produce films in the Sapphire E. Glamour universe. Ooh. Uh, my Twitch chat likes to call it the Sapphire E. Glamour cinematic universe. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I there's so many stories to be told with Sapphire E. Glamour, and yeah. I'm super excited to do that someday.
0: Yeah, very cool. Um, I can't wait
2: either. I didn't know you had your own cinematic universe. That's cool. Just kind of. Oh, yeah.
0: There's. Back to branding.
2: A lot of people don't know. Mm -hmm. I
0: guess in that, on that note, like, uh, where can people find you? Find your works?
2: You can find me, um, you know, in sewer (laughs) crates. Sewer crates. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, um, You can find me on Twitch. More than anywhere else, um, that's twitch.tv forward slash sapphire e That's S A F I R E E T L A M O U R. Um, go yes, God, yeah, and you can find me at sapphire e glamour on, on Twitter and Instagram as well. Where?
0: I definitely recommend following Sapphire on Twitch because um, every time you're streaming, I get an email that says, Daddy says get in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's it's a beautiful reminder every day for me. <laughs> yeah, don't disobey. Don't disobey. Absolutely. You must. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Yeah,
2: no problem. So it was a lot of fun.